So where did that come from? Was there a situation where she might have cried or she could have no, cried? No, the reverse happened. You knew all along and people around you knew that that wasn't true. Everyone in the institution knew it wasn't so true. So why didn't somebody just say that? It's a good question. Speaking to Oprah, the Duchess of I Sussex described a world that left her isolated and feeling trapped. I remember so often people within the firm would say, well, you can't do this because it'll look like that. You can't, so even, can I go and have lunch with my friends? No, 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 you're oversaturated, you're everywhere. And I said, I've left the house twice in four months. I'm everywhere, but I am nowhere. Oh yeah, oh yes, it was time to make the bed winches uncomfortable again, oh yes, it's that time, it is that time, welcome to another episode of Truth to Power, I am your host. Tyrus McKnight and tonight we're going to talk about the Meghan Markle interview but we're also going to talk about a couple other things as well okay we're going to get a little bit deep tonight but it's going to be worth it I promise you and some of you guys I know you've been waiting for this I know you have been even though my presence on social media isn't as much as it usually is. I know some of you guys have been waiting for this. And it's time. I'm here. And it's time to have some real talk. Oh. Now, Megan Markle. Who many of you know is married to um, Prince Harry of the UK. He did an interview with Oprah, and a couple of things were expected. Couple, uh, as a matter of fact, the whole interview was expected. To be quite honest with you, um, but. Meghan Marco and Oprah was up here acting like they were shocked that she was getting all this negative press in the UK that she really wasn't able to move like she wanted to move and that she was quote unquote feeling lonely and as I was listening to the interview And I listened to some of the, some parts of the interview. I started thinking to myself. I said, "You know, for all the flack that black men get about not protecting sisters from the system of white supremacy, as soon as a black woman." which Meghan Markle is for those who don't know she's a black woman for those who but as soon as they 
their trust. They put their safety in the hands of a white man. All of a sudden, they don't feel safe in the system of white supremacy. And there's a lot of bad winches, bad bucks, just like this. Not so much the bad bucks, because, you know, as a man, you're supposed to be able to, you know, throw down when the time comes, but you're weak as hell. That's why you're a bad buck anyway. But bad winches will go and say what black men ain't doing for them. As soon as they get with a white man in this wicked system, they ain't got no goddamn protection. Tastes good. It tastes good. That's some good tasting stuff right there, boy. But as I was saying, as divest Twitter and Bedwinch Sorority Twitter was going stomping and marching. For Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's marriage, black men across the nation was like, wait, y'all sisters, hold on now. We know how this movie is going to turn out. We've seen this movie before. We already know how this movie is going to turn out. We already know what's going to happen. You see, I want to say something, and some people may or may not agree with this, but it's the truth. To a certain degree, black women in the system of white supremacy, you guys are, have been sheltered in a certain degree and to a certain extent. As a black man, <clears throat> and when you're a black man, and even as a black boy, you instantly feel the effects of systematic white supremacy. You instantly feel those effects. Now, <clears throat> forgive me, clear my throat. I'm not under the weather or anything like that either. It just, you know, I'm tired. So I'm doing this episode. I'm always tired, but that's none of y'all business. I'm here for y'all. Now, You guys have been sheltered to a certain extent. That's what I was telling you guys. I was in a class with the majority of black women. And all of them kind of had this collective attitude when it came down to me talking about racism. One, even while I was doing a project with this Asian guy, I won't say his name. Cool guy. He was a cool guy. But... One even said 
suggested. Listen, I like how you attempted to put Tyrus in his place. She said this out loud. When Tyrus was trying to take over the project, I like how you attempted to put him in his place. That was the first wow. And the next wow came when. Now, I want you guys to understand something. I took control of this project. It was my turn. It was my time to lead this project. Our professor said you got different times to lead this project. And I'm going somewhere with this story, by the way. You got different times where you could lead the project. When he led it, we got a B. When I led it, we got an A. And everybody liked it. Now, the interesting thing is it was so interactive. It was so creative that the black women in the class, they gave him all the props without even suggesting that it was me who came up with this. Now, they said, they said, listen, it was like, oh, this was, when you're talking about when you had to get feedback from your cohorts, listen, this was a great concept by Johnny. I said his name. It was a great concept by him. And he had to tell them, no, no, no. Tyrus came up with this. This was Tyrus' idea. He led this project. That's when things got quiet. They didn't give me no props. They didn't say, oh, good job, Tyrus. Oh, I'm sorry. Good job, Tyrus. It was just like, oh. Oh. Now, when you got black women with that type of mindset, not only does it suggest that they are engaged in bed winchery, it also suggests that their experiences with white supremacy hasn't been as dire. In or Delhi, as a black man's. When black men speak and say things and tell you about their experiences, sisters, I'm not talking about my real sisters, I'm not talking about the riders, y'all okay, we, y'all already know the deal. I'm talking about the um, the bear winches, the suspected bear winches, and the, the um, wannabe bear winches, talking about all three of y'all, listen. When a black man talks about his experiences with white supremacy and facing this wicked system day in and day out, and your ass try to downplay it or act like it's not that serious, 
But then when you get harmed, or you're facing dire straits, or you're facing fatal consequences because of the system, and then you turn around and say, oh, well, the black men to protect us. Now, Meghan Markle throughout this whole interview, I'm thinking she's going to say, oh, but you know, my husband was there to back me up. She didn't say that shit not once. And I'm wondering why. You're the prince, but you don't have any say so over the well-being of your of the mother of your children, your wife. You don't have no say so over her protection. Now I predict soon enough headlines will say remember you heard it here first Prince Harry files for divorce from Meghan Markle mm. you hate to hear it I don't but the bad ones I'm talking, talking to y'all you hate to hear it Don't you found your knight in shining armor? Don't you found your little princess story? Don't you find your little ghetto Cinderella? But it's not even midnight and your goddamn carriage done turned into a pumpkin already. Now, I'm telling you now, I'm not gloating at what this sister's going through. I'm trying to give y'all a certain mindset of why or what's going on, what's happening. She's still, she's still in the system of white supremacy. It's global. You don't get to move to the UK. You don't go to Africa. You don't go to Asia. You don't go anywhere without the system of white supremacy on your ass 24-7. You can't marry out the system of white supremacy. You can't talk your way out through a system of white supremacy. You're going to have to fight your way out the system of white supremacy. And when I said that black men are the only men that give a damn about black women, people got upset at me for that. Now you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Now you understand what the fuck I'm talking about. That's when things got quiet. They ain't give me no props. They ain't say, oh, good job, Tyrus. Oh, I'm sorry. Good job, Tyrus. It was just like, oh. Oh. Now, when you got black women with that type of mindset, not only does it suggest that they are engaging in bad wintry, it also suggests that their experiences with white supremacy hasn't been as dire. And or deadly as a black man's. 
when black men speak and say things and tell you about their experiences, sisters, I'm not talking about my real sisters. I'm not talking about the riders. Y'all okay. We Y'all already know the deal. I'm talking about the um, the bear winches, the suspected bear winches, and the the um, wannabe bear winches. Talking about all three of y'all. Listen, when a black man talks about his experiences with white supremacy and facing this wicked system day in and day out, and your ass. Try to downplay it or act like it's not that serious. But then when you get harmed or you're facing dire straits or you're facing fatal consequences because of the system, and then you turn around and say, Oh, well, the black men to protect us. Now, Megan Marco throughout this whole interview, I'm thinking she's gonna say, Oh, but you know, my husband was there to bag me up. She didn't say that shit not once. And I'm wondering why. You're the prince, but you don't have any say so over the well being of your of the mother of your children, your wife. You don't have no say so over her protection. Now, I predict, soon enough, headlines will say, remember you heard it here first, Prince Harry files for divorce from Meghan Markle. Mm. You hate to hear it. I don't, but the bad ones, I'm talking, talking to y'all. You hate to hear it. Don't you find your knight in shining armor? Don't you find your little princess story? Don't you find your little ghetto Cinderella? But it's not even midnight and your goddamn carriage done turned into a pumpkin already. Now, I'm telling you now, I'm not gloating at what this sister's going through. I'm trying to give y'all a certain mindset of why or what's going on, what's happening. She's still, she's still in the system of white supremacy. It's global. You don't get to move to the UK. You don't go to Africa. You don't go to Asia. You don't go anywhere without the system of white supremacy on your ass 24-7. You can't marry out the system of white supremacy. You can't talk your way out through a system of white supremacy. You're going to have to fight your way out the system of white supremacy. And when I said that black men are the only men that give a damn about black women, people got upset at me for that. Now you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Now you understand what the fuck I'm talking about. That's when things got quiet. 
They ain't give me no props. They ain't say, oh, good job, Tyrus. Oh, sorry, good job, Tyrus. It was just like, oh. Oh. Now, when you got black women with that type of mindset, not only does it suggest that they are engaging in bed wintry, it also suggests that their experiences with white supremacy hasn't been as dire. And or deadly as a black man's. When black men speak and say things and tell you about their experiences, sisters, I'm not talking about my real sisters, I'm not talking about the riders. Y'all okay. We y'all already know the deal. I'm talking about the um the bear winches, the suspected bear winches. And the the um wannabe bed winches talking about all three of y'all. Listen, when a black man talks about his experiences with white supremacy and facing this wicked system day in and day out, and your ass. Try to downplay it or act like it's not that serious. But then when you get harmed or you're facing dire straits or you're facing fatal consequences because of the system, and then you turn around and say, Oh, well, the black men to protect us. Now, Megan Marco throughout this whole interview, I'm thinking she's gonna say, Oh, but you know, my husband was there to bag me up. She didn't say that shit not once. And I'm wondering why. You're the prince, but you don't have any say so over the well-being of your of the mother of your children, your wife. You don't have no say so over her protection. Now, I predict soon enough, headlines will say, remember you heard it here first, Prince Harry files for divorce from Meghan Markle. Mm. You hate to hear it. I don't, but the bad ones, I'm talking, talking to y'all. You hate to hear it. Thought you found your knight in shining armor? Thought you found your little princess story? Thought you found your little ghetto Cinderella? But it's not even midnight and your goddamn carriage done turned into a pumpkin already. Now, I'm telling you now, I'm not gloating at what this sister's going through. I'm trying to give y'all a certain mindset of why 
of what's going on, what's happening. She's still, she's still in the system of white supremacy. It's global. You don't get to move to the UK. You don't go to Africa. You don't go to Asia. You don't go anywhere without the system of white supremacy on your ass 24-7. You can't marry out the system of white supremacy. You can't talk your way out through a system of white supremacy. You're going to have to fight your way out of the system of white supremacy. And when I said that black men are the only men that give a damn about black women, people got upset at me for that. Now you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Now you understand what the fuck I'm talking about. We don't we didn't like your delivery. We didn't like the way you were saying things. Now you hear from one of your fellow bear winches. That she's not feeling protected by her white man. Which is interesting because her dad's white. And I don't think he was in her life much as well. That's very interesting. That she would go and choose the same type of man that her mother picked. Don't you think that's very interesting? Hmm. But like I always told you, fellas, like mother, like daughter. Like mother, like daughter. But let's go, let's let's continue with this interview. And from that standpoint, I continue to say to people, I know there's an obsession with how things look, but has anyone talked about how it feels? Because right now, I could not feel lonelier. Loneliness, along with an onslaught of negative headlines that the palace would not refute, and that Meghan Markle insists were false, led to thoughts of suicide. I just didn't, I just didn't want to be alive anymore. And that was a very clear and real and frightening constant thought now she didn't want to be alive anymore I want to talk about something she said too she never felt lonelier where once again I asked where the fuck was your husband at Where the fuck was he at? Another thing is this. She said she wanted to kill herself. Because the system of white supremacy wasn't treating her like a white woman. You can't marry in benefits that white women have. What's the um? What's the other guys? Uh, is it Prince Charles or whoever? Prince Charles. What's the other one? Give me a moment here. Her, her, 
No, William. Prince William. Prince William. Now, she was probably expecting to get the same type of treatment that Kate Middleton or Catherine Middleton was getting. But no, 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 no. You don't get those same privileges in a system of white supremacy. You can't marry your way out of this system. You can't marry your way into a better situation in white supremacy. You're expected to be treated like a white woman because you're light-skinned. But everybody knows the truth. They know you're a black woman, and that's what they're going to treat you like. That's exactly what they're going to treat you like. You know the truth. Hell, Prince Harry knows the truth. And at the end of this all, at the end of all of this, he's going to be okay. He's still going to be the Prince of Wales or whatever the fuck. Of England, wherever the fuck that is over there. <laughs> that bullshit over there. But you're going to go back to just being Meghan Markle. After all this is over with. He's going to be okay. And you already talking about killing yourself. We don't, we didn't like your delivery. We didn't like the way you were saying things. Now, you hear from one of your fellow bear winches. That she's not feeling protected by her white man. Which is interesting because her dad's white. And I don't think he was in her life much as well. That's very interesting. That she would go and choose the same type of man that her mother picked. Don't you think that's very interesting? Hmm. But like I always told you, fellas, like mother, like daughter. Like mother, like daughter. But let's go, let's let's continue with this interview. And from that standpoint, I continue to say to people, I know there's an obsession with how things look, but has anyone talked about how it feels? Because right now I could not feel lonelier. Loneliness along with an onslaught of negative headlines that the palace would not refute and that Meghan Markle insists were false led to thoughts of suicide. I just didn't I just didn't want to be alive anymore. And that was a very clear and real and frightening constant thought now she didn't want to be alive anymore I want to talk about something she said too she never felt lonelier where once again I asked where the fuck was your husband at Where the fuck was he at? 
Another thing is this. She said she wanted to kill herself. Because the system of white supremacy wasn't treating her like a white woman. You can't marry in benefits that white women have. What's the um what's the other guys? Uh is it Prince Charles or whoever Prince Charles? What's the other one? Give me a moment here. Her, her, no, William, Prince William, Prince William. Now, she was probably expecting to get the same type of treatment that Kate Middleton or Catherine Middleton was getting but no 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 you don't get those same privileges in the system of white supremacy you can't marry your way out of this system you can't marry your way into a better situation in white supremacy you're expected to be treated like a white woman because you're light-skinned but everybody knows the truth. They know you're a black woman and that's what they're gonna treat you like. That's exactly what they're gonna treat you like. You know the truth. Hell, Prince Harry knows the truth. And at the end of this all, at the end of all of this, he's gonna be okay. He's still gonna be the Prince of Wales or whatever the fuck. Of England, wherever the fuck that is over there, <laughs> that bullshit over there. But you're gonna go back to just being Meghan Markle. After all this is over with. He's gonna be okay. And you already talking about killing yourself. We don't, we didn't like your delivery. We didn't like the way you were saying things. Now, you hear from one of your fellow bear winches. That she's not feeling protected by her white man. Which is interesting because her dad's white. And I don't think he was in her life much as well. That's very interesting. That she would go and choose the same type of man that her mother picked. Don't you think that's very interesting? Hmm. But like I always told you, fellas, like mother, like daughter. Like mother, like daughter. But let's go, let's let's continue with this interview. 
And from that standpoint, I continue to say to people, I know there's an obsession with how things look, but has anyone talked about how it feels? Because right now, I could not feel lonelier. Loneliness, along with an onslaught of negative headlines that the palace would not refute and that Meghan Markle insists were false, led to thoughts of suicide. I just didn't, I just didn't want to be alive anymore. And that was a very clear and real and frightening constant thought. Now, she didn't want to be alive anymore. I want to talk about something she said, too. She never felt lonelier. Where, once again, I asked, where the fuck was your husband at? Where the fuck was he at? Another thing is this. She said she wanted to kill herself. Because the system of white supremacy wasn't treating her like a white woman. You can't marry in benefits that white women have. What's the um what's the other guys? Uh is it Prince Charles or whoever Prince Charles? What's the other one? Give me a moment here. Her, her, no, William, Prince William, Prince William. Now, she was probably expecting to get the same type of treatment that Kate Middleton or Catherine Middleton was getting but no 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 you don't get those same privileges in the system of white supremacy you can't marry your way out of this system you can't marry your way into a better situation in white supremacy you're expected to be treated like a white woman because you're light-skinned but everybody knows the truth. They know you're a black woman. And that's what they're going to treat you like. That's exactly what they're going to treat you like. You know the truth. Hell, Prince Harry knows the truth. And at the end of this all, at the end of all of this, he's going to be okay. He's still going to be the Prince of Wales or whatever the fuck. Of England, wherever the fuck that is over there, <laughs> that bullshit over there. But you're gonna go back to just being Meghan Markle. After all this is over with. He's gonna be okay. And you already talking about killing yourself. I was just getting counseling 
in a situation like this. However, however, she knew what she was getting herself into. And black men, we tried to warn them, and I'm not gloating, because this is, this is somewhat sad, what this sister's going through. She's still one of ours, but this let, let's take some lessons from this. Let's take some real life lessons from this. When dealing with the system of white supremacy, you can't marry your way out of it. Let's carry on. And then Oprah trying to act all surprised when she said, when she was talking about race <laughs> and how the baby, how Dr. Baby was going to come out and things like that. Like, what? <laughs> who who said that? Like, like Oprah, you know, Oprah, shut the fuck up. You know race plays a factor in every walk of life. Because we live in a system of white supremacy, race always is a factor in everything that you do. Every single thing that you do. And I Let's remember, go. Let's move on. I remember how he just cradled me and I was... I went to the institution and I said that I needed to go somewhere to get help and I was told that I couldn't, that it wouldn't be good for the institution. I share this because there's so many people who are afraid to voice that they need help and I know personally how hard it is to not just voice it but when you voice it to be told no but we had to go to this event and I remember him saying I don't think you can go and I said I can't be left alone because you were afraid of what you might do to yourself and we went and that's so sorry to hear that the couple also shared with Oprah that when they were expecting their son Archie the palace brought up his title and security detail. In those months when I was pregnant, all around this same time, so we had in tandem the conversation of he won't be given security, he's not going to be given a title, and also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And... Did y'all hear that phony shit? What? Let me tell y'all something. Sisters, y'all better listen up. That white man you with, I'm talking to the bed winches right now. That white man you with, he is complicit with this system of white supremacy. And when it comes for your ass, he will be nowhere to be found. He will be nowhere to be found. When it comes down to protecting you from this, from this wicked system, he will be nowhere to be found. This woman says she having suicidal ideations. And 
she never felt lonelier. But now, we got them talking about how the baby won't even have a title. How the baby won't get certain details. How how black his skin color going to be. How dark his skin color is going to be. And now she's crying out for help. And she can't get it. Because now she's isolated herself. 48 laws, laws of power, people. One of 48 laws is isolation is dangerous. Once they get you to isolate yourself from your people, that's dangerous. That's very dangerous. But 